Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business podcast. On today's podcast, we're going to uh, start a series talking about financial metrics, specifically uh, geared toward what phase of business that we're in. Uh, if you go out there and, and read about different phases or stages of businesses, uh, sometimes you'll hear there are four stages or five stages or six. I'm going to kind of walk through probably about four or five of the different phases that you may find in business and then talk about financial metrics as it relates to each stage of the business. And today we're going to start uh, talking about the startup phase. So you kind of have this idea, you're, uh, you want to go ahead and get a business started and you kind of begin the operation of this business. And uh, when you're in the startup phase, uh, when we talk about a life cycle of a business, of course, a startup phase, uh, sometimes it's called a launch stage or development stage. Uh, basically, you're taking this idea and you are going to take this idea and do something with it. It may be a product, it may be a service, it, it may be an app, it, it could be whatever. Uh, but uh, you're, you, you have something that you're wanting to monetize on. Uh, and when you're in this stage of a business, uh, you're really talking about a business that is getting funded primarily through the owner's investment, his own per- his or her own personal cash. You may have other investors that come alongside you to invest in the business. It may be for a debt or equity position. It could be a bank. It could be the SBA uh, that's coming, uh, coming alongside and, and putting cash into the business. And at this point, uh, you, you have no profit. And uh, you just have an idea and you're beginning to formulate this idea into something that you hope will monetize. Now, most businesses, uh, when they when they start off, uh, of course, the business owner always has this grander idea of success. But we know statistically, uh, I think it's the number is right around 22% of businesses fail in year one. About half of uh, businesses will fail within the first five years of, uh, the, of, of the start of the business. So as we see that most businesses uh, do not make it, uh, a very small percentage is, uh, a very small percentage of businesses ever will make it uh, to the uh, 10, 15 year mark. Uh, so we see that uh, uh, most businesses kind of fail right off the bat uh, within the uh, within the first five years of the uh, the startup of the business. So the startup phase. Now, when you get into the startup phase, you really should be uh, um, starting with a certain amount of money and a certain amount of time that you're willing to invest in this business. And uh, so you're you're going in. The owner really needs to ask himself or herself two questions: How much money am I willing to spend on this venture, and how much time am I willing to invest? And, uh, and then that is kind of determined before you even start the process. Uh, so once the cash runs out, once the time runs out, once the resources run out, and uh, the business has not uh, monetized, the business has not gotten to the point of, of reaching any sort of uh, level of profitability, uh, probably at some point you're going to pull the plug if you kind of realize that, hey, this may have been a good idea in my head, uh, but it just really isn't going to work out uh, in, uh, as, a, as a business model. It may be because of the limitations of the owner. It may be uh, that we thought there might be a, an appetite for this particular product or service in the market, but there isn't. Uh, many times, it's just the business owner. Uh, they just don't have what it takes to, uh, to, to run a successful business. Now, of course, there's a number of different uh, metrics, or uh, I can say maybe even KPIs, that a business will want to look at. And I could sit here and talk for, uh, for a very long time talking about the different KPIs, but I'm going to kind of point out eight different metrics. These aren't all necessarily KPIs, uh, but they are eight different uh, metrics uh, that uh, you're going to want to look at when you're in this startup phase as it relates to your business. And I would say that probably when you're in the startup phase, you're going to be looking at most of these at a weekly, uh, at minimum, a monthly basis. And you're going to be making tweaks uh, in, your, in your budgets, in your operations month over month until you really get to that first year where you begin to uh, really 
uh, have some uh, a better idea of what you're doing uh, within the business. So uh, some I have uh, eight different metrics, and a couple of these have kind of sub-metrics uh, in them that you're going to want to look at, especially in the first year. Of course, uh, there could be many more. Uh, some of these may not uh, pertain to your business, but kind of identified eight. Uh, first is uh, budget to actual spend. So when you get in and you're, you've kind of uh, determined this is the amount of money that I'm willing to spend on this business venture, you're going to go through and you're going to budget out. This is what I'm going to spend in each area of the business. If you're looking at marketing, you're looking at payroll, uh, you are looking at office supplies, you're looking at furniture, you're looking at all these different areas of rent, utilities, etc., that you're going to deploy this cash. And then as you, uh, as you go through and you spend this, uh, as it relates to each of these categories, you're going to want to look, this is what we budgeted versus this is what we've actually spent. Most of the time, business owners end up actually overspending, uh, which uh, you're going to kind of go through and you're going to try this idea, you're going to try uh, that idea, and you have all these ideas coming to you. Well, you should market this way, you should market that way. Uh, but really uh, kind of uh, determine uh, how is it, uh, what's going to be the best use of my money as it relates to the money that I have, where am I going to allocate it, and then uh, hold yourself accountable to it. Uh, so your budget to, uh, to your actual spend. Secondly, uh, really looking at your, your revenue. And this includes uh, not just your top line revenue, but also uh, uh, when you kind of break down that, uh, that, that revenue, what is your monthly recurring revenue? That monthly recurring revenue is extremely important, I think, in any business cycle. I know uh, for, uh, for one of my businesses, that our, our one of our goals is to have our monthly recurring revenue to be enough to cover uh, our um, uh, our cost month over month. So we have enough monthly recurring revenue with engagement with our client that we know that every month that our entire uh, firm expenses are covered from our monthly recurring revenue. Any sort of standalone projects or once a year clients that we see, uh, that that is just kind of gravy. That's going to be our profit. So that's the goal that we're at. And I'm measuring that month over month. Where am I at? So really be, uh, be measuring uh, uh, if you do have a model that has recurring revenue, uh, where are you at? And uh, so how much revenue is needed to make this business profitable and how much revenue and revenue growth is needed to reach to the point to where there is enough revenue to cover cost. So as you're going through and you're tracking revenue and you know this is the, what it's going to cost to operate this business, be tracking that. Do I have enough revenue? What percentage of my revenue uh, have I received? So when you kind of go through, and this is going to be kind of a little bit more complex uh, for to try to describe in a podcast, but ultimately what you're going to do with, these, uh, with all of these different metrics is you're going to build something out uh, to where you're going to be able to go through and say, okay, uh, with each of these dials, once I reach a certain point, I know that my business is going to get out of the startup phase and into the next phase, which we'll talk about next week. And uh, am I making progress toward getting to the point to where my business is actually uh, profitable, where I'm actually making money in my business? So looking at your revenue, looking at your monthly recurring revenue, uh, and making sure that uh, they are progressing in a way that's going to get you to the point to where your business is profitable. And I'm going to define profit once we get uh, into the profit stage of business. Uh, number three, uh, burn rate. Uh, it's really looking at your burn rate. And uh, some of these I'm going to mention uh, week over week uh, as it relates to it, every single one of the phase that we're in business that we're in. But uh, burn rate is going to be one of those. But burn rate, how much cash am I spending each month? You need to understand what does it cost to operate my business from an operational end? What is that burn rate? And uh, next is going to be cash runway. Uh, so that's the length of time uh, which a company uh, can remain solvent. So it's going to answer this question, how long can we operate with the cash that we have? So the formula is your cash over your burn rate. So your cash divided by your burn rate. So if I have $10,000 to spend, I have $1,000 uh, that I'm blowing through every month in cash to operate this business, I know that I have 10 months to figure this out. 
Okay, uh, so that is that is my cash runway. Uh, next, uh, my uh, customer uh, number five here, my customer ac customer acquisition cost. That's exactly as it sounds. How much is it going to cost for me to get a customer to actually sign the uh, to sign to actually pay me? Okay, so not just to uh, for for the customer to call me, not for the customer to book a call, uh, to uh, um, to give me their business card and say, hey, call me. No, this is to to uh, what is my cost to actually get that customer to give me money? Okay, to actually buy my product, to buy my service, uh, to uh, to purchase whatever it is that I'm selling. Uh, so what is what is that cost? My next understanding my customer's lifetime value. So if we're in a transactional business, uh, if I'm going through it, I'm, I'm selling pairs, okay, my, uh, I know that my lifetime value of, my, of that customer is probably a bag of pairs, if that's what I'm selling. Okay, they're going to come through, they're going to buy a bag of pairs, and they're going to leave. Then I'm going to determine, okay, how many times is that customer going to come back? Are they coming back weekly? They, and then we can end up uh, building out this lifetime value. But I have to know who my customer is and be tracking that. Okay, so what is my customer lifetime value? For some businesses, it may just be uh, one time. It's a one and done ordeal. Okay, for other businesses, and I think for most businesses, that, uh, that we're going to be able to get that client to come back and what is the lifetime value of that customer. And that's really going to help us as we build out our, our, um, our model going forward to understand that this is the kind of revenue, provided we're doing the right things, uh, that we can count on uh, in the future as this customer hopefully continues to come back. So that customer or lifetime value, what, uh, what revenue will be generated from each new customer? So if, uh, if uh, in part of this calculation, if, if we have a recurring model, a, a month, my monthly recurring uh, revenue churn rate is going to be important as well. So uh, as I'm going through and I have, a, I have a model, say, for example, I have an app they're paying me $10 a month for, I need to be looking at, okay, how many of these customers are going to be canceling every month? How many of them, the credit card's going to bounce and I'm, they're not going to give me a new credit card number? Uh, and so uh, all of these uh, need to go into my calculation. So when I go through and I have this recurring revenue, I understand that uh, all of my customers are going to be paying me every month. Some of them are going to cancel. Some of them are not going to come back. So to understand what that churn rate is. Uh, next, number seven, is going to be the, uh, my recovery time. So uh, what this is, is as it relates to my customer uh, acquisition cost. So what is that timeline that's going to take for me to recover the cost uh, for me obtaining that customer? So I go through and that customer pays me. And if I, for, for example, if you're giving me $10 a month, but it costs me $50 to acquire that customer, I know that it's going to take me five months to to recoup the cost to uh, to acquire that customer, I need to know what that number is. Uh, so what is uh, um, so what is that recovery time? And the last number eight is going to be the gross margin. And the gross margin is just my revenue less my cost of goods sold. So what is my profit margin uh, on that on that widget? So when I go through, how much did it cost me? Let me uh, give you an example. So in my hand here, for the, those of you who are watching, you see I have an ink pen. Okay, so I know that this ink pen uh, it may cost me thirty nine cents to make it. Okay, so that is my cost of goods sold. That is what it's, uh, my, what it's gonna cost for me to make, this, to make this pen, okay? Then I have to pay to have it shipped here. Uh, I have to, to pay to have it shipped to the customer. Uh, so I may have other costs. So maybe my all-in cost is 50 cents, okay? Uh, so uh, that's gonna be my cost of goods sold. Now, if I'm selling that pen for a dollar, okay, then I know that my profit margin, my gross margin is, is 50 cents, if I'm talking about in, in dollars, or 50%. Now, from that, I have to go through and I have to pay my operations cost, but I need to understand what my gross margin is. Uh, so my revenue lost my, lost my cost of goods sold. And so we, we understand that I have to get this margin to be enough to cover my administrative cost. 
Now, as you can see, there's going to be a number of different variables that are going that are going to uh, that are going to come into play. It can be it can be a lot of work, and it is a lot of work to go through and try to determine uh, what dial do I need to turn to be able to get customers to uh, to come and buy from me. Uh, to come and purchase, uh, to give us a dollar. Okay, what is, uh, w- you know, what is it going to take? And it is a lot of work. Business is not easy, okay, but you're going to have to have all of these uh, metrics in place uh, that you're looking at. You're looking at them weekly. You're looking at them monthly, especially in the startup phase, and then understanding what do I need to do? What cost uh, cut, cost cutting do I need to make? Uh, where do I need to deploy my marketing efforts in order to get my business out of that startup phase into profitability? So as a company works through the startup phase, the future revenue and expense projections will change, especially especially in year one. So if revenues outpace projections, for example, more money can be invested in pursuing new customers, uh, improving processes, and hiring more people, kind of those uh, elements that every business uh, needs to have. If the business is uh, underperforming based on projections, uh, there may, may, may need to be a, a, uh, a reallocation of cost, an analysis on uh, what is or is not working in the business. Uh, so when I look at product, I look at process, I look at people, I look at mar- marketing efforts, I look at my fulfillment process, what is working, what isn't working, and I need to be constantly making those adjustments, especially in year one, uh, because I only have so much cash and so much time to be able to get this business to profitability. Hopefully this particular particular podcast brought you value, and I encourage you, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Belcom Business Podcast, and I would love to have a review from you if you're so inclined. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.